When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, Zach and Laura here. Thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Um, Today, we're just kind of shooting the breeze. (laughs) I'm not a potty mouth like my partner, but um, Laura's sad, and so I'm going to listen to her. And then we're just going to talk about some ways you can find some basic connection um, in the small moments of your day. Um, As always, it's a great conversation, um, uh, so stick around. Hey, do you want to know something I hate? (laughs) what lots of things you have lots of things i I hate lots of things but i hate when you buy something and then like two days later there's a side up cyber monday sale and it and it's cheaper Uh uh-huh and then you like you can't you feel like a loser if you go back and say um can i get three dollars off this please three dollars i've actually listened to somebody um stand in line where you know they like got in their car they they drove they took time and then they stood and they asked for something like three dollars (laughs) back and the time and resources it took to get there was probably ten dollars worth yeah anyway it's no i just went online online this morning to get ready for this podcast and there was something that that i paid for a subscription that i paid for and then they were like you get it for free if you sign up by Tuesday or something. Uh, and I was like, mother fathers. Mother fathers. I am having a really hard time. And I say this, I think every year, because we've been doing this podcast, we've known each other. I have a really hard time with the holidays, with um, yeah. spending. And um, and I also kind of have a hard time with Thanksgiving. We just got over the Thanksgiving break, um, you know, like a month ago. And, uh, and I've been thinking about, I have these Canadians that I'm working with. And I was explaining to them how how we do Thanksgiving in the in the holidays uh, or in the U.S. And I basically was like, yeah, it's a time for people to just sort of over overeat and be really gluttonous. And then also to go out first thing in the morning and buy a bunch of stuff. And so they, you know, like clarified, they're like, so you're just a bunch of fat Americans that are consumed with uh, consumerism. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. At least that that's how it is. Uh, Yes. Uh, I'm just such a big grump right now. I'm so Why? sorry. I, um, I, I don't, do you have this, this experience ever since we moved and, and we've been in this new house? Um, let's see here. So we're, gosh, we're probably about three or four months into it. I feel like everything around me is so chaotic because the, nothing has its place. Mm-hmm. I have an overabundance of stuff and I kind of feel like the walls are closing in on me. And I've had clients that have described this before of just the chaos that their environment causes on them. And it's driving me absolutely up the wall. I just can't even get a handle on it. <laughs> Will you be my therapist today? Can we not even have a, a an actual working podcast and I'll just try. have me? Like I've said, though, I've, I'm really bad at, per, at individual therapy. But just tell me best. to fix it. Yeah, just stop it. So uh, here's here's what I have. It's really interesting. I have a you keep a journal, don't you, Zach? Sometimes. Yeah, I have a journal, and I go in and out of it. It's not a journal in the sense of. Um, writing down my thoughts and feelings. It's a journal that helps me to keep track of 
um, goals that I want to accomplish and how I'm going to make those a priority. And today I decided that I have probably two primary priorities that have caused me to get out of whack. And one of them is to get my, my physical body um, back in health. Um, because I haven't been working out. I've been eating like absolute bonkers. And if you remember maybe about six months ago, I took my, my physical health pretty seriously in that I went and I got a ton of blood work and I got my adrenals looked at and figured out I was iron deficient. But I also figured out I have a lot of stuff going on. Like, um, IBS is too strong of a word. Do you know what that is? Irritable bowel syndrome. Um, leaky gut is probably more of where I'm at. It's been undiagnosed, but I just, I don't eat the foods that I should be eating and I haven't for a long time. Hmm. And, um, so that's one. And then I also need to get this, this house of mine in working order. Cause it's making me feel nutty. Absolutely hmm. bonkers. It sounds like you have some, a little bit of disruption, both inside and on the outside. Oh, Zach. <laughs> I know. I told you I'm really bad at this. Oh, maybe. Maybe the chaos in your, in your gut, in your inside, is yeah. contributing to your feeling of chaoticness Chaos. on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Now you're really failing. Yeah. Oh, what's happening in your life? You're you're all by myself. Yeah, today I am. Um, you know what? I finally joined a new gym. What gym? You're out of Orange Theory. Yeah, I left Orange Theory. Oh, yeah. why? Why? I got sad there. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> was it the dark lights? No, it was probably that. And this, I think the noise and the repetition and the people, especially the people, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, no, one thing that happened is it definitely became Rebecca's place, which is yes. fine. I'm glad she Good. was a place. Um, and I just kind of felt like I was just sort of tagging along to Rebecca's place, mm-hmm. which is also, there's time and place for that, but it just, I don't know. I kind of just needed something else. And then, so I finally found I tried a couple of different things, but I joined a martial arts gym. Okay. Is it yeah. just a bunch of dad bods flipping around? No, it's, it's, um, it's everybody. I mean, it's like sort of round women and, and muscular men and some dads and some, some, you know, athletic, you know, kind of skinny girls. And I mean, it's everybody. I, I mean, and, yeah. and they're all just so nice. And the thing about it that I like is I went and I'm really bad at it. Like I'm just not good. At, I can't see that being true at all. I mean, it's just stuff I've never done before. I mean, the first yeah. thing you do for like the first 15 minutes is you swing these sticks at each other and you like hit the sticks, but there's yeah. like a pattern that you have to do. And uh-huh. I can't, I can't do it, but I'm looking forward to getting better at it. And it's awesome. And it's, it feels really cool. Anyway, that's new in my life. If this is a martial arts gym, do they have an area for you like to hop, hop on a bike and do some yep. running? Some okay. And some, uh, some rowers. Mm-hmm. And some medicine balls and some stuff. And then they have a big old boxing ring in the middle. That's going to be fun. But mostly yeah. it's a big open space. And then some guy just like works you out for 90 minutes. and um, 90 minutes? Yes, I'm into it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. How often are you going to go? Twice a week. Okay. And then I'm still yeah. swimming. So Nice. Good for you. Yeah. I bet people are probably wondering if we're ever going to get to what we want to talk about today. I think today might just be the episode where we just talk at each other for a while. That's what what you said, though, right? That you wanted to vent. Um, I had another thing that I was going to tell you. Anxiety. I have it. My dog's scratching at the door. Nothing's right in this world. (laughs) 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 I'm just in such a hum-glum place. Happy holidays. Um, 
Yeah, no, the holidays, I mean, this isn't, this is not the topic for today, I think, but you're not, you're not alone. I mean, the holidays do this to people, right? They, they provoke and they poke, um, and trigger things that, uh, come from all over the place. And, yeah. um, that's not exactly what you're talking about, but I, I get it. I mean, I've got particularly here in Seattle, I don't know what Bend is like, but, um, you know, it's, it's dark. It's sunny and beautiful. Here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. I I'm in bed by seven 30 every night. That's mm-hmm. not even a joke. Um, I'm in bed and I'm relaxing and I'm doing whatever I need to do from like seven 30 to nine. And then I just, uh, I go to bed, which is great. I'm getting enough sleep, but it is, it is a challenge and I am kind of in this weird place and uh, doing whatever I can do. So this is one thing is, is I, I, the reason why I mentioned the chaos in my house and getting back to the gym is because those are my coping skills. And Mm. so as, as the season starts to get shorter, it gets darker. There's more opportunities to drown out your pain with buying things, consumerism with drinking. Um, And Bend is an interesting place where everybody drinks everybody. I went from Salt Lake where it was sort of frowned upon um, or mm. there were the, these subcultures of people who drank and that was fine. But Bend is literally just it's it's a brew town. And mm. so people meet up at four o'clock or two o'clock. Nobody works here either. It's just this big <laughs> retirement community. They meet up at like two o'clock in the afternoon and they and they go for a beer. And that's the regular thing. And it's it's pretty easy to get in that habit, that swing of things. And I'm really trying not to rely on meeting up and having a drink, even when times do feel like they're getting kind of tough and gloomy and difficult. I'm trying to rely back on those coping skills of working out, making myself feel good, making my environment feel good by having order. And so here's the cool part about this journal that I had mentioned. This is, I think I've mentioned it in the past. It's called the 90, 90 day push journal. Okay. And the idea is that you have a push goal and your push goal is like that first goal that if you were to accomplish that goal, it would make all the other goals easier. And I've determined that my push goal is going to be order. That if I can create order in my household and order in my life, then it's going to make it all the more easier to accomplish my other goals. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, there might be a push goal that uh, I guess to make this a little more obvious, maybe my push goal might be to get nine hours of sleep. I'm going, Mm. I'm have bad sleep and I don't have any energy and it makes it hard to accomplish any other goals in my life. But if I, if I accomplish my push goal of getting eight hours of sleep every night, I'd have more energy to take on the rest of my goals. That's what a push goal is. So every day there are these three 10 minute tasks that are related to accomplishing that push goal because you want to knock that one over first. And, uh, so, you know, I have these little 10 minute tasks where I'm like, today I'm going to go through the closet in uh, my office and I'm just going to pull out anything that doesn't belong there. And I'm going to throw it in a big bin. That's my 10 minute task. And I do that Mm -hmm. three times a day and it gets, it moves you closer and closer and closer toward accomplishing your push goal. So there's some talk about push goals for couples. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, seems like a, we're, we're, no, seriously. So what are some goals? Do you have any goals? Here's one push goal that I kind of feel like everybody says, if we just had date nights, we could reconnect. Mm-hmm. If we just had um, time, if we just had sex more often, uh, and this is sort of like the, if then yeah. uh, fallacy, right? right. Um, but I do find that a lot of people think a push goal is going to be what's going to help them hit a lot of their other goals is if they can feel re- feel reconnected through regular dates, yeah. then they would then they'd be able to hit some other goals. Yeah. And I think that to me, 
that I think I gave you my little speech about date night the other day, but I think that date night is the, um, the means to the end. And actually so is sex, right? Date mm-hmm. nights and sex, they're designed to help you feel closer. And yeah. in the same way that like achieving order is your push goal, maybe just feeling closer is the push goal. Um, yeah. and in the way that you can kind of divvy that up into little 10 minute tasks every day, I wonder if it's not just finding some way to prioritize closeness. I, one thing that I always do with couples when I'm trying to figure out kind of what we're, what are we talking about? You know, sometimes I'll, <laughs> I did this yesterday. I was listening to this couple talk for about 10 minutes and I finally <laughs> just went, <laughs> what are you talking about? I what finally did. I just about? was like, Hey, I'm, I, I'm not clear. And I'm wondering if you are, what are you talking about and why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were like, um, uh, I was like, are you trying to make a decision? Are you trying mm-hmm. to solve a problem? Are you trying to, like, what are, what are you doing right now? Like, what is this mm-hmm. about? And they couldn't quite put their finger on it. And I said, I think what ultimately what we need to figure out is what is it? And I say this a lot is what is you, what is it you both want? Right. Mm-hmm. What do you both want? Because they were, they were kind of talking about how they had this problem that they couldn't quite solve. And I said, but, but we need to start there. Right. And if, and, and I have this general bias too, that I think I can sort of tell couples, particularly if they're paying money to be in my office, I'm, I'm convinced that you both want to go to bed feeling more connected and less sad. I think you've you've heard me say that before. Yes. Yep. And so what's the thing that helps you just feel more connected and less sad 10, you know, through 30 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day. So it doesn't have to be a date night. It doesn't have to be a date night. It doesn't have to be set, but it can be, um, let's get better about asking questions or let's get better about, um, making eye contact or let's let's eat dinner together or let's, um, you know, when one of us has to go, uh, my husband does this all the time and I have to take a moment and just go, huh? Um, he'll say, Hey, uh, do you want to come with me? I have to go pick Holden up from school. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what, why that's no, I always pick him up from school. You're just happening to take this off my plate. And now you want to add me back in the car. I want to sit and like do nothing for 15 minutes. And, and I've realized that when he asks, Hey, do you want to go do this thing with me? You want to go to the grocery store with me? Do you want to take the dog to the dog park? He doesn't want me to do it because it's a task. He wants me to come along because he wants to share that time and space with me. And that's, that's the piece that I had to recognize is he wants me to be his ride or die. He wants me to come along and just share space. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I, I kind of like, I mean, if we were to, it's interesting, this turn that this, this is just how Laura and Zach roll. They just (laughs) start talking and something comes out. (laughs) Uh, If we were to think of this as like, what is your push goal as a couple? Then maybe you have five goals that you're wanting to accomplish as a couple. But if you, if you knocked over that one push goal, it would make all the other goals easier. Maybe that push goal, like you gave an example of, I want to go to bed feeling more connected and less sad. And then if you think about it, the way I've think about it is I keep, I keep a journal and every day I'm looking at that push goal and I'm setting up 10 little mini, excuse me, three little mini 10 minute uh, moments that mm. I can move the needle ever so slightly to get closer and closer toward accomplishing my push goal. And I mean, that would be pretty fascinating as a way to organize yourself as an individual thinking, 
I want to feel more connected and less sad to my partner today. So here's three times, three opportunities throughout the day that I'm just going to spend 10 minutes focused on how I'm going to do that. And maybe it's just sending a text to your partner. Yeah. Maybe it's, you know, um, making sure that the, the sheets are washed. Maybe it's going to the store and buying lube. Maybe it's, I don't know what it would be, but it's going to or be... Milk. Or milk. <laughs> There's so many things you can buy at the store. <laughs> Let me be honest. I don't ever buy lube because I have a giant Costco size coconut barrel uh, of coconut oil. And cool. it, yeah. And the, yeah, that, uh, that does the trick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're like, Laura. You, you know what else does the Laura. trick? What? Foreplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to say spit. <laughs> so gross. I know I'm gross. Oh, that's for all of the perverts out there that love this, this, this uh, podcast. Mostly just love me. Um, what can I say? Yeah, that's no, all you I, got. Think, I was going to say, sorry, my brain, you, you short circuited my brain there for a second, because I might also make the case for 10, three minute tasks, you know, like, um, I know it's hard to keep track of 10, but we're talking about a half an hour regardless. And I think sometimes people can get overwhelmed by doing something, anything for 10 minutes, right? We don't live in a culture Mm. right now that asks us to pay attention to stuff. And so even just picking up a, you know, your text thread, you know, for three minutes to say, Hey, what are you up to? And how's your day Mm -hmm. going? um, Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about? And how do you, you know, I don't know. Um, I have to tell you, my so Ryan's on business right now, and we've been sending each other. I'm looking at my phone. We've been sending each other uh, these text messages, and just tell me what you see, because what do you see? This these are our text string. Just a bunch of gifts, like yeah. Gifts we just we we don't even communicate when he's on business. We just send pictures of a bunch of awkward gifts, and uh, and it's hilarious, and it makes me feel good, and it makes me want to connect with him, but. Um, you don't have to say anything to your partners, do anything, you know, really thoughtful. It's just being sometimes just playful. Yeah. I'm about mm. it. You're all about it. So uh, let me ask you this question. How do you plan to stay connected to your wife when she's in LA? I don't, I'm you like, don't. I don't want to talk it's to you. Agreement. I don't want to be talked to by you. I just want you to do your thing. I'll do my thing and I'll see you when you get home. But isn't that in some ways also really rejuvenating for the relationship is having that space? Yep, it is. Yeah. In, in fact, we were, um, we said we, we came off Thanksgiving a month ago, but it was really just this last weekend because of our recording schedule. But um, we had, had <laughs> don't blow it. The secret. Right, we had had enough of each other and our families. Yeah. My parents were in town. We spent time with her sister and her mom and, and their whole families. And um, by the time Sunday rolled around and they were getting ready to go to LA, I was like, bye. Uh Uh see see you later (laughs) you know um but we've actually had a a couple of really good connections since since she's been gone and and i think you know we we recover pretty quickly like she'll be home really any minute i think i'm half expecting her to walk in during the the podcast but um yeah but yeah i think creating some intentional distance or just honoring the distance has been a um a tool that we use when 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 there's traveling particularly because in this case she's left me at home with with one of the children. And so mm-hmm. I have to be, I'm the parent and I don't want her parenting from California, yep. <laughs> you yep. know? So, um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I did the same thing. Ryan left and I said, aren't you excited to just like go spend some time? He goes to these conferences and it's nothing like when I travel, I'm alone in a hotel room. Yeah. It's, it can be quite lonely. Sometimes I don't even see the light of day. I go from airport 
to cab to hotel and then back again. And I never leave the hotel and I just order room service and, and eat my sheets. It does sound (laughs) lovely, but it can be lonely. And then when Ryan goes, he goes and he's meeting up at these conferences with people in the industry that he has known for the last five years. His job is to go and wine and dine people and to create connection. And there's, and he's worked at several companies. So now not only are these people that he's known for five years, but these are friends that he has spent intimate dinner invitations with. And here I am just thinking he's, he's in Florida sitting out by the dock and of the Bay watching the tide roll away. (laughs) Um, But I mean, he, he said, and to be clear, I would never want to leave. I would prefer to be home with you, but yeah, this isn't too shabby. (laughs) I was like, then enjoy it, honey. Enjoy your time because I'm going to enjoy going to bed at seven 30 and not cooking for myself and just making macaroni and cheese for our son. while while you're gone. Yeah. All right. I have no idea if there's any value in this. And that's totally fine because really this episode was for me to get a little bit of therapy from my good friend, Christopher Zach Brittle. Well, let's go ahead and say Zachary if you're going to say Christopher. Christopher um, Zachary Brittle. Yeah. The, um, and, you know, get some uh, bad therapy. So that's true. Yeah, yeah. Your therapy wasn't great. No. Hey, no. I have to tell you, though, I had a win. Um, I had a couple that like was bouncing in their seats. They were so excited to see me. They had said, we haven't felt this good in years. Mm-hmm. And it was because I played a little trick on them, a little experiment. I'd never done it before with a couple. And I might explain to you what this experiment was. Actually, maybe the next episode we can do this. I'll tell you what the experiment was. Um, I won't tell you much about this couple, but I will tell you that they were literally so excited. They wanted to mount and frame my photo on the same wall as their family. They were so excited. So stupid. So I've already mailed my, my headshot to them. (laughs) Um, Do you want to hear about that on the next episode? I'll tell you what this experiment was. Yeah, that'd be fine. Sure. Hey, hey, do you have a favorite time on the clock? Um, Like on a clock, when you look at the clock, do you have like a favorite time? No, no. For a long time, it used to be like 11, 11. I would, I would wake up and see 11, 11. Mm-hmm. What's like your a, favorite on a digital clock? I'm talking about like on an analog clock. No, hmm. no. Why? Minus six thirty, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that the microphone just picked up my grandma laugh. Did you hear like the in insides of me coming out? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. If you haven't done so, come check us out. Check us out on marriagetherapyradio.com. We have a cool website. We have a couple of things that we're selling. One thing in particular, if you're interested and you happen to have a little time on your hands, you are snuggled into bed and you're looking for something cool to do with your partner, check us out because we recorded a 16 video series for couples. It's called Marriage in Motion. You can find it on our website. It's less than $300 and it will last you four months and it comes with activity sheets. It'll, it's a fun way to hang out with Zach and myself when maybe we're on vacation. Who knows? Anyway, thanks so much for all of the time and attention that you're putting towards your relationship, making it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.